Today's passage is Mark chapter 12, and it begins with a parable, the parable of the tenants. Now, uh, Mark does not include a lot of uh, parable teachings of Jesus, and I think that uh, it is telling uh, because that he includes this one. He is really setting up what is uh, about to happen in between Jesus' triumphal entry and then, of course, his crucifixion. And what we see here is that Jesus expects this. He tells them this parable of uh, the tenants that kill the servants, that kill we know are the prophets, and then even kills the heir. Uh, and he quotes from Psalm 118 that the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, but he says that this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Jesus is saying that he is going to be under attack. This is not a king that is going to reign uh, on earth in peace. Uh, this is a king that is going to be attacked. Now the question, of course, for us, for Mark's readers uh, that God is going to pose is, what does it mean to attack Jesus? Because, yes, we can think of those who shouted, crucify him, crucify him. But I think that Mark here is portraying some very more subtle ways that we attack Jesus. The first is we, the Pharisees that try to trap him in his talk. And notice in verse 14 that they are very flattering of Jesus. You are true. You do not care about anyone's opinions. But we've got this small theological question that we are trying to use in order to say we don't need to follow you. And theirs uh, is to divide, to divide between things of God and things of this world. Uh, and I think in many ways we do this, right? How do we uh, get around following Jesus? Well, we say that this area of my life is not Jesus's, that uh, it's not, you know, Jesus is at church, Jesus is when I do ministry, but not Jesus in my workplace, not Jesus in my family. Um, and then the Sadducees, then they ask about a resurrection and they're trying uh, to trap Jesus in his plans and his purposes. He's there's looking at, you know, this reality of sin and they're saying, God, uh, you don't really have an answer or you don't have an answer for uh, the end time, for the resurrection, for a hope. And so it's really just about today. Uh, and Jesus is uh, exclaimed to them, you neither know the scriptures nor the power of God. Um, that God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You see, if we're looking at merely this life uh, and we're not looking heavenward, you know, in many ways that is an attack of Jesus because it's saying that, God, you are sufficient, you're good enough, um, you know, to help me get a better job, to help me be a better dad. Um, you're good enough uh, to maybe give me a little bit of comfort here, but let's not really think about forever. Let's not really think about uh, eternity. Um, and they are quite wrong. Now, I'm, you know, as I'm going through this, there's a whole lot more to all of these Um uh, that you can get into, but I just want to kind of put a through line here in today's reading. Uh, and then the great commandment, this is Jesus then saying, you know, what does it mean to truly follow me? And here is one of the scribes that says, uh, what commandment is, mo is to love him with all your heart, with everything. Um, and, but I think is really telling here, uh, verse 33 is more, is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices that, to attack him, to be on his side, is not just about once in a while offering this thing or that thing, right? But it is about following him with your whole life. And uh, Jesus saw that he answered wisely and said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. You are still outside the kingdom of God because you have not the grace, uh, have accepted the grace of Christ. 
but you're not far from it, right? I think you're understanding uh, what it means to be uh, on his side. And that <clears throat> then ultimately it is a picture of David. David with all his authority, David with all of his power, David with, you know, every potential to say, I know that I'm on God's side, that he, even he says to his Lord, uh, sit at my, the Lord said to my Lord, right, sit at my right hand. So he's saying that his Lord has put him here, his Lord, his God, um, and that he's talking about Jesus in the spirit. So all of this for Jesus to say, beware, beware of those, uh, and I, I'm always cautious of this myself, right? That am I one of these people? Beware of those who have the trappings of religiosity, um, but their hearts and their, their lives are actually far from it. Uh, you know, they can talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Um, these are the people that love to judge others, to criticize others. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, right? But they judge others and they criticize others without ever receiving criticism themselves. Um, you know, we're all hypocrites, but there's a difference between those who are taking pride in their hypocrisy, those who ignore their hypocrisy, uh, and those who, yeah, we confess that we are sinners, but we are still receiving God's grace. And the picture then that Jesus gives is this widow, this widow who has nothing. Um, and in, she gives all that she has, uh, and God and Jesus says that she's done more. Um, and I think that's it, in light of this question of what does it mean to attack Jesus? What does it mean to, for him to be the cornerstone? Uh, and God is showing us a picture of what that truly is.